Uh, folks, we're back now. We had a little bit of the technical difficulties there, getting things organized and arranged, but uh, we rescued and the possum and the possum's now out in the sunshine, so I guess we're ready to pick up where we left off. Uh, <coughs> Berto and I were discussing uh, a few things that we had to, about getting denials and getting the, uh, situated, you know, as far as what you got to do when you get a denial letter and you receive your notice of disagreement. Or you receive your, dis- your denial, you reply with a notice of disagreement, and there's two types of really notice of disagreement. One is a disagreement saying that you actually completely disagree with what their decision was, and the other one is you can ask for, kind of ask for like reconsideration. You can ask them to, oh, please reconsider this. And that's a very, very, very touchy subject, especially if you have something reconsidered because. In my opinion, I mean, this opinion of a lot of service officers out there itself, you know, and uh, and VSOs, once you receive a notice of disagreement like that, they've already made their mind up. And the only only person that can actually change a decision is a decision officer or or above. And I've seen some people go and have those DRO hearings and reviews, and they win their claim. I've also seen people do that and lose their claim. And then they have to wait the extra year to have that, and then they go to the BVA. And, you know, that's uh, they'll give you the option to fill the Form 9 out to take it to the Board of Veterans' Appeals. If you have to go to the BVA, by all means, don't do it alone. If you've got a service officer that's used to this and good at it, then, you know, they'll go with you and help you. Uh, if not, get on the Internet and find you a good attorney to go with you. Um, you know, if the attorney can help you anyway, the attorneys they have they've got a little better advantage, you know, because they their main advantage that I see is they can organize and they'll certify your claim to the BVA, and it puts everything in perspective. And at the BVA, you get a little more a little more hint of a legal precedent that sits in because of the uh, a veterans law judge at the BVA, you know, they're the one that actually makes the decision. And uh, the attorneys can help you, too, because a lot of times decisions will get remanded to different areas of the back to the regional office for a decision or uh, to the appeals management center. And uh, in my opinion, it's always better. The attorney can help you stay out of the appeals management center because uh, I don't have very good faith in that place because I know a lot of folks are in there right now, and some folks have been there for years. Gosh. They've been there for years. Well well, and, uh, but an attorney can keep you out of the, out of the appeals management center if you get your claim back to the regional office and get them to look at it again with instructions from a judge. Uh, it's supposed to have head of the line child privilege, which means it's supposed to be treated expeditiously. And of course, even they send to the AMC, they're supposed to be treated expeditiously. But I, seven or eight years—that's not very expeditious, is it, Berta? You no know, way. So. No way. I, I used to think expeditiously uh, it's probably for a poor World War II vet on life support. Yeah. I mean, you know, maybe they work a little faster for that veteran, but uh, I don't know why they even bother saying expeditiously. Uh, but that, that's very good advice, John. Don't go to the BVA alone. Um, uh, I did that, uh, but it worked out okay, but I... I had a feel for what the VA 
was going to do with the claim anyhow. Right. Um, and I even asked them to remand it because my VCAA letter was illegal. Uh, they did remand it, um, but they also got, got me another CMP, which meant one more CMP. I had three going against the claim. But luckily, I had three IMOs. Yeah. Uh, I say it had a lot of times that the BVA can read. Uh, I worked for lawyers. I love lawyers. I've done a lot of pro se uh, legal work myself. Well, you know, where you can represent yourself. Uh-huh. And uh, I, I've never lost a case. Uh, but I have an interest in all sorts of law. Uh mm-hmm. And the BVA, over the years, I've learned is that they have a little bit of a different lingo than the regional office. Yes. And they also have a lot of different takes on a claim. They will ensure uh, that a claimant's rights are not violated if they can. Sometimes uh-huh. they don't catch stuff. And then the claimant will uh, fight the denial of the court, and sometimes the court will find that the BVA made errors in deciding claims. So they're not perfect, but uh, personally, I think they're going to give a better review than any decision review officer would uh, on the DRO route because board attorneys... Now, I remember a long time ago when a whole bunch of them got fired, but we won't go into that. (laughs) (laughs) You didn't do that, did you, Bert? But sometimes I think it's deja vu all over again. Uh, oh, gosh, about maybe uh, 18 years ago, uh, a whole bunch of, uh, well, a couple of, of attorneys, several employees, lawyers, were actually hiding BVA claims so they didn't have to work on them. <laughs> and, yeah, that's, and, <laughs> stories like that, you know, they pop up in the news every once in a while, you know. People oh, yeah. Are, this one dude was well, taking that back and throwing them away, you know, so that's... Uh, yeah. You know, it it happens. I mean, you know, you're going to have lazy people that don't want to do their job. And yeah, of course, it's, not, it's not everybody that works for the VA, folks. You have a few bad apples, but those few bad apples stink the whole barrel up. They, they do. They do. And they compound all the problems that the good workers have. You're right, John. Uh, I've got a lot of friends at the VA. Some of the best people I ever met in the whole world work for the VA and care about veterans. Okay. And, and and these are friends uh, at every level the VA has, uh, good people. And it's heartbreaking to think that they might be working side by side uh, with some clown, you know, somebody that's goofing off all day or who can hardly read. Uh, okay. Another problem, though, and it's a real problem, is I think uh, a lot of these readers only get trained for about six or eight months. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been... Uh, dealing with the VA since 1981. I would say in the last 10 years, I got a little bit good at it. <laughs> you know, I mean, it, my point is it takes years to learn this stuff. Well, it's veterans' um, law, you know. I mean, it's all legal precedent, and that's the issue. That, and, that, that's uh, right. You know, And the laws can change. And each, each step that I see, the regional office, you know, they will quote law and things like that, you know. But I don't think, you know, they're nowhere near as inept as the BVA, who is nowhere near as inept as the Court of Veterans, you know, the, the CABC, the, the Veterans Court. And, You're right. But I've seen some folks get denied at the Veterans Court over something the BVA did, and they agree with the BVA. 
I've seen some folks at the end of that go to the federal appeals court, and I've seen yeah. the appeals court turn around and chew some butt. Yeah, that can happen. So can I mean, happen. so you've got other avenues. Um, yeah. But now let's discuss what a veteran should do while he's waiting, because okay, you got this stuff going on, you've got all your pill stuff in, you know, and you're sitting there. Um, you know, you got you you've got nothing to do now, you know, except worry about your claim. Let's get your mind off your claim, okay? If you're if you're a computer type person, uh, even if you're not, if you have a wife that is, or if you have children or grandchildren that are, you know, maybe teenagers or whatever, and you know, you know how that, that those those kids are. My my son can type a hundred some words a minute. He's done wow. more three keyboards on me. Boy. You can take yeah, you can take that information and take this kid. Say, hey, okay, let's listen to this radio show and let's see. Oh, here's a website www.va.gov. Find your condition that you've got that you're trying to get service connected for. Pull up the disabled benefits questionnaire for your condition and print it off. Print each one off for your condition. File those, make copies of them. When you go to your doctors, take them with you. Have your doctor fill one out. If you go to a heart doctor, have him fill it out. You go to a lung doctor, have him fill it out. If you see your primary care doctor, have him fill it out. If you go outside the VA, you'll have a lot better cooperation fill those things out than you will inside the VA. That's one thing you can do. The second thing you can do is you can get on the computer and you can do an Internet search. You search for uh, it's uh, the ECFR, the GPO access. That's the site. You look up, there's two sets of rules. The Title 38 CFR, Code of Federal Federal Regulations. The areas that we have access to, there's some we don't, okay? But there's two parts, the Part 3 and the Part 4. This is when it gets uh, sticky. Pull the Part 3 out. Don't print it off because you'll you run out of paper. Mm-hmm. Sit there, bookmark it. And then go through it and start reading. Okay, the first thing they say is uh, when you file a claim, basically the principles of service connection, you have to look at this. The first thing they look at is your character of service and what type of discharge you have. Because when they get your claim, if you've got a big chicken dinner or something else, they're going to kick it back to you right now. Okay, they look at all this information, and you look at it, you look at the part three. It's adjudication manual. Okay, it tells you everything. You try to find where your claim relates to that and how they're trying to use that as to your claim. Then after you get that and get that read for a while, you switch over to the Part 4. The part four, the part 4 is the schedule for rating disabilities. Okay, so you know what's wrong with you by now. And you know you've been to the doctor and you know what the doctor says and you basically have had your C&P exam. Well, if you don't have a copy of your C&P exam, you're swinging at baseballs with the eyes shut. Yeah. So you need to get a copy of that exam and take that CMP exam and look what it says on the CMP exam and take that part four and find the area, whatever whatever area you, that, 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 that concerns you, and compare it to the ratings. So you basically will look that up, and you will basically know what type of rating that that book says you should have. And that book is law, okay? That's the Code of Federal Regulations. So if they shortchange you on your rating and you meet the criteria for higher rating, that's an automatic, clear and unmistakable error because they've misapplied that rating schedule. 
Now, they might beat around the bush and say, well, we don't feel this and this and this. It don't matter what they feel. Whatever the doctor says and whatever's wrong with you is what, is, is what, is what the deal is. I've seen them beat around people and, and, and shortchange, and we call that lowballing. And that happens a lot, folks, doesn't it, Berta? Oh, you bet it does, John. Yeah, that's like, you, you know. Yeah. So that's homework. And when you learn those yeah. regulations, that's going to take you about a year, if not longer, to understand that process. Yeah. You but know, it's knowledge, yeah. uh, and the time is well worth spent. Mm. And uh, another thing, too, uh, which I use a lot is M21. Right. One MR. Well, I'm a quality assurance expert, Bert, and documentation <laughs> and, and things like that, that's my background. And oh, see, gee, no wonder. And, uh, in the quality assurance circles, okay, the master document, which the, is, is, the, is the grand poobah is what I call it, that's called the level A. Well, each organization will take their level A and they'll make a working copy. And it's basically their own internal manual of how to do something. That's called the level B, and that's the M21. Okay, hmm. the M21 is not present setting because you can't use it, you know, like in court or whatever. But you can the Title 38. But it's supposed to be a cookbook, how to write a claim. Step one. Right. Check shoe size. Step two. You know, <laughs> it's yep. a cookbook. Okay. And you read that, and it tells you what they do and how they make their decisions. Okay. It's all in line, folks. It's not, it's, it's not hidden. You know, and uh, that's the training them guys have to go through, actually, to know order to tour. And, you know, that M21 is big-time training for them. And they're supposed to have so much training just just to understand that. And given it to be a computerized system very soon, then everything's going to be computerized. You know, here yeah. I would say in the next two years it'll all be computerized. So once you learn that and once you understand what's wrong with you, then and only then will you know and, you you know, you'll start feeling more confident about what, you know, of, of what you can do. Then after that, don't forget about HadIt.com, guys. This is a 11,000-plus member site of veterans from all over the world. Of We've got such a variation of veterans. We've got, uh, I know, some veterans that served in Korea. There's veterans that served in Vietnam. We've got a lot of Gulf War vets. We've got a lot of peacetime vets. But remember something. You've got 11,000 people that wow. behind you. Okay? That's like sitting in an arena full of veterans. And you will come across somebody if you join the forums. You've got about a 90% chance of coming across someone that's been in the exact same boat you were in. And they will tell you how to plug the holes in that boat to keep it from sinking. Yeah. Okay, that's how well, had it does. Had, that's had. Had it's a grassroots effort. It's it Had it saved my life, along with this lady right. right here, along with Berta Simmons, because Berta actually taught me how to research years ago. Boy, oh boy, you must have been in Haddock a long time, John. I know it's been uh, a long time. It's been a long time, but Bert, I'm probably one of the few people that's actually memorized the regs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'll tell you, I don't rely on my memory much anymore. I, 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 I like to read the regulation even if I used it a hundred times, I read it again. Yeah. I'm supposed to slow down, you know. I mean, I've got, you know, I've got some paralysis and stuff in my service-neck disabilities, and I'm supposed to slow down. The past three years, I ain't done nothing but run. I mean, 
all over the country, and uh, you know, I'll I'll do these shows on the phone, and I'll be I'll be in California or Tennessee or anywhere. No and, kidding. Uh, no yeah, kidding. that's what the kids got me doing. But I love every minute of it. And, well, you know, uh, and it's hard to put down what you know, uh, John. Uh, uh, I'm in good health, thank God, but I am a senior citizen. And my doctor, when she met me, well, the VA used to treat me, and then you know, uh, if you if you're a Champ uh, recipient and you're eligible for Medicare, uh, you have to get Part A and Part B, and the mm-hmm. VA doesn't want to treat you anymore. They want you to get a private doctor. And when my private doctor met me, uh, she uh, said, uh, "She said, well, you're retired. And I said, well, Basically. no, I'm not. <laughs> Unofficially. <laughs> and I told her, yeah. Uh, and I told her that, uh, uh, you know, I, I'm a volunteer at the website, and I do a few other things for veterans locally and stuff like that. And uh, this was uh, quite a good few years ago where she kept telling me, well, maybe you should think about uh, taking a DC. Why do you have to uh, do so much, you know? Well, finally I made a point to her that, you know, when you gain knowledge, like what, what a lot of us have had, had it, and what a lot of, even the new members, they, gain, they can gain so much in an hour at had it. It's unreal. Mm-hmm. Uh, how do you waste the knowledge, John? You can't. No. I mean, I, I could never stop doing this this job. Now, I told a real good friend who works at the VA. I said, you know, if I go blind, I can get a braille computer. If I if I go hard of hearing, I, I can get all sorts of accommodations for that on the computer, I guess, or hearing aids. If I end up in a wheelchair, I can still get to my computer. I have no intention of uh, not doing this type of work, and it is work. It, it is hard work. Uh, right. Veterans have to work hard to prove that their disability makes them unable to work. Right. I mean, Basically, Bertie, it's you, crazy. You hit it. You hit it on the head. That's why I use Basher as as, as a name because, uh, well, first of all, I used to I, I used to be able to fish, but uh, uh, in the last couple of years, I think my boat's got crazy glued to the floor. I don't know what's going on, but you know, I use that as a handle, and uh, I'm glad I do and had it because I mean, I go to VA, and uh, you know, you see people and. You're talking, especially some of the folks whose weight rooms, you know, you can tell half of them's got their claims going on. They're upset about this and that. And I said, you ever heard yeah. of hadit.com? And, yeah, I know that's that. Oh. You know, and uh, you tell them who you are, and it's, it's it, you won't get out of there. Boy. You know, especially somebody like you or me, we won't get out of VA. But you made a good point about Champ VA. Uh, folks, if you got Champ VA, uh, if your local VA participates in the city program, is that what it's called, Berta? It's a city uh, program, right, where the spouses can actually go to the VA itself and be treated by the doctors at the VA? Uh, well, uh, some VAs uh, will take spouses. I had no mm-hmm. problem. Uh, I'm near the Bath VA in New York. They're 20 minutes away. Mm-hmm. Uh, some VAs really uh, cannot accommodate uh, spouses, I, but I don't know why. Uh, yeah. I mean, I... It, I didn't have any problem. I mean, I ended up sleeping over at the VA with 150 vets. Boy, was I tired the next day. Uh, but, uh, and they treated me pretty good, I must say. They really um, screwed me away. But uh, a champ of recipient should check with the same VA that, um, the same VAM at the same medical center that uh, the spouse is being treated at. Right. See if they would take the spouse uh uh, under Champa, and right. I really don't know why some do and some don't. Uh, some don't because uh, uh, what I understand is some services that they use for, like, for female care, 
they just a lot of places farm it out to other places like you know mammography and things like that now are are done at different facilities and they don't have the people on staff to do a lot of things like that. Some do and some yeah. don't. Depend I guess it depends well, on where you're at. I, I think it does. And uh but I'll tell you there's nothing like chain for John. Uh no. you have a fifty dollar copay and uh once I pay my fifty along with my prescriptions, uh, that that's the only bill I see all year. You yeah. know, it's 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 just fabulous. I've got a great doctor. I've got a couple specialists, and I've never had a single problem with Champa. I had one problem with the pharmacy, though. I called up the number. Uh, it's in the Champa handbook, which uh, I strongly suggest that any dependent on Champa know where your handbook is for Champa. Right. I just got a new one, I think, in January. Really? Uh, there's a number there, huh? Go ahead, oh, John. You keep going, but you keep going. I'm just, I'm, I'm agreeing with you. <laughs> oh, uh, well, uh, there's a number in there for any pharmacy problem. Mm-hmm. Uh, I went to the VA and I needed, uh, I forget what it was, and they charged me almost a hundred bucks for it. The pharmacist said, "Oh, this will never uh, go through Champa. I can tell you, they're not going to pay for this." And, now, what, did you, uh, did you I, get prescribed that medicine to the VA? Well, I was prescribed by my my private doctor, but it, okay, but that's they what had my Champa. Uh, yeah, and they had my my Champa card uh, at the uh, pharmacy at the local. Uh, well, it's not local; it's a big food market that uh, okay. I always get my uh, meds at. But and I had a funny feeling that this medication was covered by Champa. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I paid for it, and uh, I think my copay was due too for Champa. Yeah. Well, I came home, pulled out that uh, handbook called the number they said to call with pharmacy problems. And within about two hours, uh, Champa had called the pharmacy, told the guy, look, you know, we will pay uh, for that medication. And then the pharmacy called me up and they said that my, I think it was a $56 refund was waiting for me. Because I think they had to be, you know, and it's the only problem I had. And I was kind of surprised that the pharmacist didn't even, Double check. I mean, he just wanted me to walk away. You know. Yeah, they, 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 you know, they get hurry and things like that, and they get busy. You know, and they things kind of fall through the cracks. Uh, yeah, I've had pretty good luck with Champ VA, and my wife and son both use it. And, yeah. Uh, but we've had some issues too. My son he takes some medicine that's very expensive, and it was uh, written by a neurologist. And he uh, he wrote down, you know, why he had to take it because, you know, it, it's certain medicines, certain age and weights for children yeah. that they weren't allowed to take. And uh, well, my son was a, he's he's a, he's a, he's a he, he's taller and bigger than most kids his age. So we had to take that medicine and that information. Had the doctor write a letter and send it both to Blue Cross and to Champ VA. And Jeez. then it took and then it took a phone call to Glenn Johnson to explain the situation <laughs> to him. Oh. And luckily, you know, we had him on the show as a guest on the on the SVR show, and yeah, he took the ball and ran with it, and within two weeks, you know, we had it taken care of. Oh, that's wonderful! Uh, so, Glenn's a good man, uh, mm-hmm. and, he, and he does wonderful SVR shows, uh, and I'm yeah. sure they're all on archives in the archives. Right. Bert, have you taken advantage uh, of the dental plan? Uh, pardon me. You uh, take advantage of the Champ VA dental plan? Oh, 
Uh, not yet. Uh, I just got something in the mail. Uh, Jump on over. Go, go on the BADIP website. You've got two. There's two groups. You got uh, Delta Dental and MetLife, and I've done some comparisons. Now Delta yeah. Dental is a pretty good plan, but MetLife's an awesome plan. <laughs> oh no kidding! No kidding. Yeah. Uh, it's it's right on my desk. I, well, mm-hmm. I think they sent me a postcard or something. I don't know if it was letter. But uh, since I got a chance, uh, I just had my computer upgraded uh, about a week ago, John, and I'm still catching up with uh, figuring it all out. You, you got know, your new one? Taken, uh, well, actually, they they gave me a new hard drive. It's the same. Everything else was the same. Uh, oh, okay. But I had to like, get back some of my icons. And, and uh, the computer man I used, he said to me right off the bat, he said, I don't understand your peripherals. I said, that's okay. Don't touch them. I understand them. <laughs> I understand them. And um, uh, he could save my documents and pictures and a few other things from my old hard drive. That's good. But, uh, yeah, but uh, I, I've got hard copy of everything I've ever sent to the VA and that I've gotten from them uh, because I always figure, what if I lose my documents and my backup doesn't work, you know? Yeah, but it's always good to have it backed up on. best thing to do is take those thumb drives and back yeah. them up on the thumb drive and then take that thumb drive, open it back up, and yeah. then say, you know, and then copy it on. Use three or four of them if you have to and put them in different locations. Oh, that's a good uh, idea, yeah. And uh, get you a gun safe like I got to lock it up in there. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny, a gun safe. Yeah. <laughs> that's, hey, that's a good yeah. one. Fireproof, well, waterproof, yeah, it's good stuff. But uh, yeah, folks, read. That's all you can do is read and research. Gain all the knowledge yeah. you can. Go to had it and get help. Um, once you do, and once you win your claim, you're going to have a feeling of euphoria. You're going to take the wife and kids and the grandkids to Disney World, do something mm-hmm. to you know to to get this load off your shoulders and break loose. Yeah. Uh, do something for the wife, you know, because I do guarantee you when you are going through this process, and it might take you from one to four to five years, it depends on your claim complexity, you will be a very hard person to live with because you donate so yeah. much of your time and so much of your energy and effort goes into this that you might even forget your surroundings. I've looked at the computer. I used to be on the computer in the mornings, and I was going through mine. I started at 9 o'clock in the morning doing stuff, and I would have a peaceful day. I would look up, at 4.30. Oh, boy. Yeah. So, you know, always, and also the best advice I can also give you is take breaks from it. Because if you're looking yeah. at something and you can't figure it out, take your break, you know, sit back for a day or two. You know, watch some movies, you know, just take your mind, go fish and do something, get out of the house. When you come back to it, your mind's going to be different. You'll be able to see, and you might figure it out real quick what you were missing. Yep. You know, and it, it works that way. That happened to me time and time again. So, you, you yeah. know, that's what it takes. takes well, I think we can get addicted to our claims, uh, John, because they, claims are emotional. Uh, You know, and and, and they they can eat us up alive. I mean, Mm -hmm. I remember uh, after my husband died, uh, and my daughter, well, she's a veteran, she remembers that 
in those days, I, I had to go all the way, way to the Corning Library to get medical texts and legal books and all sorts of this and that. It wasn't the Internet as, as we know it today. Yeah, by any means. Yeah. And well, she can still remember. Huh? That was the Internet's infancy back then, you know. I mean, there was Windows was out, but it was very early. Oh, very yeah. early. And there was a yeah. large bulletin board. That's where I met uh, Pete, one of our neighbors, Pete Sawyer. Okay. Uh, that was that was a long time ago. <laughs> uh, I started. <laughs> yeah, I started on a dinosaur computer with an orange screen that was about five inches in <laughs> diagonally, and uh, modem to modem with backlink. And uh, boy, we had some horrible phone bills. Uh, <laughs> but uh, but that's another story too. I mean, everything. Uh, things today are, are easier than they were. Buddy statements are easier. Uh, <laughs> histories are easier. You know, Marine Corps history, battle uh, orders. You had to look are at everything. Right. Yeah. You know. Plus, you had but, you had uh, to read it. You know. Did you copy it? Uh, the stuff that I, I I used to get when I started. You mean with the claim I had years ago? You were talking about with the dinosaur ancient age. Well, well, the thing is, if I went to the law library. I could only get 20 pages copied uh, out of Title 38 at a time. And, of course, I had to pay, I think, a dime for each page. Oh, my goodness. And I finally figured out that I could go get 20 pages copied, go eat lunch, and come back later, get 20 more copied, <laughs> go take a break. <laughs> I mean, I just oh, kept going back. Go, okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I see what you did. And, you played that system pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Well, you you, you got to get creative. But my daughter can still remember I'd have a stack of books on one side of my bed, and sometimes at night she could hear me throw the books to the other side, the library books that I had to return, all these medical books. But, uh, but you know, uh, but I like to read anyhow. And, uh, and what I learned, uh, well, knowledge is power which is the theme of Haddock, and there's a lot of um, power in knowledge and a lot of peace of mind, John. Yep. You know, when you start to realize, hey, you know, my claim was denied, but with what I'm learning, mm -hmm. I, I still have a, a foot in the in the race, you know? Mm -hmm. and, let, me, um, let me put a shout-out real quick. Any veteran listening that's still active duty right now or has been out uh, and worked for the government... Things are fixing to change, folks, in the government. You're talking, they're going to cut the forces back to 470,000 people. So if you're a civilian working for DOD or anything like that, you're going to be subject yeah. to a reduction in force very soon. If, boy, you yeah, have, if, you, if you have a disability that can be service-connected, like high blood pressure and like that you had in service, and you don't have a claim filed, <laughs> you better get it filed because once you get that 10%, it puts you on your 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 value as an employee goes up as a reduction in force. They can't get rid of you until the last people leave the building. Yeah, there's a lot to that. Yeah, yeah, that, that's a so, good point to file the claim. And I know people that this reduction could affect. Oh, it's going to be worse than that. And, yeah, and they 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 should file claims. Uh, yes, there's a do. lot of claims. Uh, uh, there's a lot of claims that are never filed, John. Okay. Yeah, you know, I mean, I. I go to the VA every week. Uh, I go to the church services there, the chapel, and and I stop in and see this one or that one people I know once in a while. Uh, and I talk to a lot of the domiciliary vets. 
And it, it astonishes me sometimes when I realize that here they are with disabilities that could potentially be service-connected, but they haven't filed a claim yet. Yep. And then my neighbor up the road, he's getting 10%. He thought it was a big deal to get 10%, but they're deducting that 10 from his military retirement pay. That sucks. So he's not getting anything. <laughs> and from what he told me, if it's true what he told me, I don't mean that he will lie, but it, sometimes you don't get the story right, and he's never showed me the documentation. But he claims that Social Security gives him, you know, he gets SSDI for the exact same condition that he's getting the 10% for from the VA. <laughs> oh, said, my well, goodness. I, and I've been telling him for about four years to apply for TDIU. <laughs> and I told him the other day, and uh, he says, oh, well, I haven't gotten around to applying for TDIU. I did that backlog calm down. And I said to him, is that what you're waiting for? And he said, yeah. I said, the backlog will never calm down. You know, I no. mean, it'll get worse. <laughs> I mean, no, that's amazing. He has half lost. <laughs> it's He's an amazing half. Huh? It's it's at a million and a half. It's never going to calm down. Even when the even when the claims go down, the appeals are going to go up. So. Well, yeah, yeah, but uh, but then again, uh, John, one one problem that uh, I used to help vets in my home and at the local VA and one to one stuff. Uh, but uh, that takes a lot of time. Uh, they'll get quicker, faster information that had it. You know. Mm-hmm. And uh, it burned me out uh, completely a few times. And the thing is, um, I forget what I was going to say, but uh, I think there's a lot of that's just like the way my neighbor thinks. Well, uh, they're losing their earliest effective date every month they put off filing that claim. They're losing a month's compensation. That's the way I look at it. Well, my take yeah. is this. You know, if you take a man fishing and you catch fish, he's going to eat for a day. Yeah. But you teach a man how to fish, and he'll eat for a lifetime. A lifetime. You bet. Yep, and that man can teach others, you know. I mean, it's all word-of-mouth grassroots, you know. Yeah. And uh, yeah. switch gears a little bit here, you know. We, 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 we've we missed an important step when you look at, you know, because the, the, I, something I printed off DBQs a while ago. Oh. Um, get on the Internet search for doctors that do independent medical opinions for the VA. Um, there's doctors out there that do it. Some are reasonable, some are very expensive, but it all depends on the experience level of the doctor and what they know. Um, they can write it up. and It's better to be examined by the doctor, not do a records review, because the VA will try to shoot that down. Uh, yeah. These doctors are—they know what they're doing. Uh, we've got some here that we use with Had it that do, you know, that do IMOs. And remember, you get what you pay for getting an IMO. But right. you need a good—you know—you need a good IMO to offset. You know, if you go to a CMP examiner, you've got a 60% chance of getting examined by a nurse practitioner. Yeah. And you know they still, you know, and they will take their word because you know they're licensed to examine. But you need a specialist that can override that, you know, because there's different. Each different issue's got you know different parameters. And uh, so if you get a good doctor that's been to school and medical school and knows this stuff and has got specialists in the area, you know, your claim succession uh, is probably more 
beneficial and probably it'll probably you know it'll hold better weight and if you are a young enough person and you're still working or you know you you get to file taxes if as long as from what I understand what the internal revenue internal revenue code does state that if you are uh, if you if you spend money on a doctor and you're seeking an examination or information related to a disability system that's the social security the VA it is tax deductible Oh, really? Yes. Wow, I never knew that. Is that a new... Uh, no, I spent out for years. They, the uh, IRS, they don't, they don't want to tell you much. You know, they they, they want you to pay all wow. the taxes you can, but um, it's out there. It's, I, I looked it up the other night. It's under the code, you know. If you pay an attorney for the same situation and you pay fees, it's tax deductible, huh. especially Social Security. Why? Yeah. Well, oh, uh, I sure never. That's a good one. I'm, I'm going to remember yeah. that. That's good. So, if, if you go see good. a Social Security you know, law judge, you've got an attorney with, and you say you get thirty, forty thousand bucks retro, and he gets a percentage. I think it's like five thousand some hundred dollars. That money is automatically tax deductible. They wow. failed to tell me that when I done mine, and uh, I went back the next year and refiled. I did a, an amended claim that they had to refund it back to me. Oh, boy, so, that that's yeah. incredible information. And yeah. like you say, you get what you pay for. I, I, I never have a, a minute of regret for the uh, IMOs that uh, I I got from Doctor Bash. Well, um, one problem with IMOs for some veterans, it, it's hard sometimes for them to understand that an IMO doctor is not a witness to a nexus. Right. So if they need body statements or something, then they they need them. I mean, they've got to prove uh, the in-service injury. However, a good IMO doctor with with their SMRs, uh, in other cases, can write a good nexus statement. Uh, John, well, you know, it all depends on the history. On the, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, it depends on a lot of factors. You got and, good uh, history. And, of course, the nexus for PTSD these days, it's got to come from a VA professional, uh, an age professional diagnosis. Yeah, and that's then, true. Uh, yeah, it's uh, very unfortunate uh, uh, that they changed that regulation, and over 600 of us fought against it. Mm-hmm. I thought that, that uh, advocates, lawyers, vet reps, uh, veterans themselves, uh, yeah, they, a lot of them they, had it members. Huh? They for, they forced fed that federal register in through our throats, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah they forced fed us that one, you know. Worst thing about PTSD, yeah. though, folks, is it's a mental issue. And unfortunately, there's no medical test. There's no MRIs or X-rays that tell you you got PTSD. It's That's all right. a guess. It's all the opinion of the examiner. So yeah. eventually they're going to come up with a magic pill and say, poof, you're cured. Boy. And that's being developed at MIT right now, folks. That's no joke. Boy. Yep. It's called the forget pill. Boy. You can research that. I tell you. Yeah. Look it up. But, uh, and it can hit a veteran 40 or 50 years after the fact. Yes, it can. There's no uh, time limit for that. Yeah, none. It's like asbestos. Boy. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. There's a couple of disabilities like that, John, you know. Keeper uh, recently uh, posted uh, uh, some information about the, uh, I'm going to say it wrong, Fujiyaka, the uh, problem over there in Japan. 
Yeah, the uh, Fukushima the reactor problem. Uh, yeah, and uh, now now there's a situation where it might take years for uh, some of the service personnel that went over there uh, to have anything that manifests itself, like a cancer from radiation or something. Um, and I, I'm going to try to keep up with that issue because, uh, well, the VA doesn't have a claims process for those claims yet. Uh, John, do you know um, what service personnel were sent there? Yeah, there was uh, basically, I think it's Navy was the ones that really affected because they were in the, I know some folks that were on board a carrier that, you know, I've just seen wow. this off the Internet stuff, that actually were in the area. Yeah. And they were floating and all that debris and stuff, you know, and uh, yeah. the folks are getting sick. Yeah, yeah, and uh, they are getting sick. You know, but it uh, doesn't matter. I mean, it, you know, because it's still going to take years to get it recognized. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, it's it's like the computer system. You know, it takes years to years to catch it where it is now. You know, my first computer was uh, back when Steve Jobs was, last thing was looking for work. Boy. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, oh, boy. it's it's all this big turtle. You know, I mean, it, to get something yeah. done, you know, especially yeah. dealing with the government, you know, it's. It's 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 slow, and, uh, <laughs> yeah. because look what you're up against. You know, you got uh, yeah. politicians that are in different parties, and they're always each other's throats over who's going to get the road money, or who's going to get the tobacco money, or who's going to do this and that. And you know, they're they're yeah. interested in other things. The veterans are very very small on their priority list. Uh, yes, absolutely. So, I mean, you know, but we got to we you know you got to keep fighting. You know, Absolutely. you got to keep punches. And, and you know, John, you always have a good sense of humor, and that's one thing that anybody with a VA claim needs to hold on to, too. Yeah, well, VA-induced PTSD, uh, folks, is real. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Because <laughs> <laughs> anytime you pass the system long enough, you, 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 you'll be, it'll hit you. Yeah, boy. You know, and uh, if you're, even if you're strong, it's still going to hit you. Yeah, oh, absolutely. So, yeah. but, you know, you think living life is hard. You've had this process long enough. You've seen it, and then the rest of life's pretty easy. Yep. You know, Gee, you, know you mentioned that we have 11,000 members now, registered members, yeah. uh, but we sure have a heck of a lot of guests that hit that, the site uh, uh, on a daily basis. Uh, I got on uh, early this morning. There were 444 people online already. Uh, and obviously most of them were guests. Uh, and one thing about uh, our membership, uh, uh, John, uh, uh, we had uh, IOF and IEF veterans that were contacting us that had it from Afghanistan and Iraq. I mean, the computer is in- incredible. Uh, I mean, to, get, to, to actually talk to veterans with, I mean, service men and women with problems while they're still in country, and they're getting ready for their discharge, and uh, and and there's no better way to get advice at that point, and to make sure that they leave when they're discharged with their, a copy of their their SMRs, and with a long list of phone numbers and contact information for the people they might need for body statements. I think everybody you know? who gets discharged from service, everyone, 
should be given a one-on-one session with the veteran service officer in the organization, but they must, must do that before they leave the base. Before they clear post, they need to go one-on-one. Well, that's uh, a good idea. Uh, yep. My daughter told me when she left, the, uh, got discharged from the Air Force, well, she was in a big room full of people where they did have uh, somebody from the VA and a service officer who she said they gave a pretty good basic rundown of the claims process, but she said, but Mommy, they didn't tell the real many pretty. I said, of course they didn't. Uh, uh, you know, I mean, there's a lot more to it, but at least they got that. Okay. And, well, Bert, um, I hate to say it, we're out of time. <laughs> oh, no kidding. Stretch, get ready well, to run the know, intro. You, you guys have been listening to the Ask Bash edition of the Veterans Helping Veteran Radio Show, which is a new name we're using, and we're doing more shows in prime time. So this will be it for today. We'll see you next Wednesday on the regular SVR show. You've been listening to the com Blog Talk Radio Show, sponsored by com. All opinions expressed here are the opinions of the individuals appearing on the show and are not the opinions of com or Blog Talk Radio. Tune in next time for another edition of com Blog Talk Radio and the Ask Master Show.